Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional psychic medium and mentor. In this show, I'll be sharing my personal experiences as an intuitive and discussing my journey with mediumship development. But that's not all. I'll also be bringing in guests to talk about fascinating topics like near-death experiences, spiritual awakenings, astral traveling, encounters with interdimensional beings, energy healing, and more. Together through open and honest conversations, we'll challenge the way we think and support one another. My hope is that these discussions will help you connect with your own spirit and feel seen and validated in your experiences. So join me as we dive into inspiring conversations that are going to push boundaries and encourage personal growth. Get ready to explore new perspectives and embrace the power of connection. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. If you are here for the first time, I just want to let you know, I am so grateful that you are here. I hope that you find what you're looking for. And for those that are returning listeners, I just want to send you so much love and thank you for continuing to support the show. Today's episode, you guys are in for a real treat. I have so many people that reach out to me and they're like, Courtney, I'm really curious about mediumship development, but I don't know where to start. And some people will say, hey, Courtney, I've had these spiritual experiences, but they've really left me feeling confused and I really want some clarity. Can you help me? Well, folks, you are in for an amazing, amazing time in today's episode. Today, we're going to look at some amazing information that's going to help you decide if mediumship development is for you. We're going to touch on what is ethical mediumship and who is mediumship development for? Now, the burning question that I get asked a lot is, hey, Courtney, can everyone develop mediumship? And you're going to get my answer to that. I'm also going to walk you through some basic steps on how to prepare yourself to begin to work with the spirit world, including grounding and spiritual protection. I'm going to share with you some really important exercises that are going to help you prepare your energy to be able to connect with the world of spirit. And I'm also going to be sharing with you some exclusive exercises that I only ever share inside the Connected Spirit School. So without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome. So excited to have you here. We've got a couple of people that are coming in. So I'm just going to let them in and then we're going to get started with the free ethical mediumship training. So just to let everybody know, this training is being recorded and the audio version is going to be up on my podcast, the Connected Spirit Podcast. For those of you who don't know or are new to me and my work, I have a podcast that airs weekly on all streaming platforms, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And this audio version will be available for listening as well. And then gonna have my team upload it to the YouTube as well. So everybody who's joining, just drop in the comments. Let me know where you're joining us from. I know we've got some people here that are not in the lower mainland. I'm in Vancouver, British Columbia. Just say hello in the comments and let us know where you're joining us from. And just a reminder, since this free training is going to be noted or aired on my podcast, just going to ask everybody to please remain muted throughout the duration of the training, unless I come to you and invite you to unmute, please. Okay. That way we can keep the audio recording just as good. So welcome, welcome. So let's get started. Okay. If there's some latecomers, that's okay. They will get the replay. So we've got people from 
the United States. We've got people from British Columbia, my hometown. I love it. Wherever you are, I just want to welcome you. I want to hold space for you while we share this time together. So however you found me, whether that be through word of mouth, maybe you've had a private reading with me, maybe you found me on social media. I truly believe that the world of spirit inspires us and leads us and shows us different signs on where we're to go. And I truly believe with in the very depth of my heart that you have found this training for a reason. So we are going to get started here. So the training is called ethical mediumship. So what is ethical mediumship? Ethical mediumship is when we are working with the world of spirit and doing so in a way that is ethical. And you might think, well, that's common sense. Anybody who's doing mediumship should be ethical. Well, I have to tell you in my almost 10 plus years as working as a medium, I have seen a lot of people who claim to be spiritual and in the work that they do with the world of spirit and with their clients and their students, I strongly feel that not everybody is working from a place of integrity and ethics. And so I really want to emphasize what ethical mediumship is about, because that really is the foundation for all the work that I do with the world of spirit. So ethics, what does that mean? Basically, what that is meaning when it comes to our work with the spirit world is that we are doing so from a heart centered place. We are not doing this for ego. Now, there can be many different reasons why somebody might want to develop mediumship. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But when we are doing the work, we are doing so from a place of heart-centeredness and love and recognizing that when the world of spirit works with us, it is because of their generosity and their care and their love for us that that can even take place, okay? And that we are honoring and we are respecting the time that we spend with the world of spirit, whether that is for ourselves, whether that is for us to develop our own mediumistic powers of awareness in service to others. Does that make sense? Like we want to make sure that we're always being kind to one another and the world of spirit, because I've seen many people in my travels, in my spiritual travels, that also make demands of the spirit world that say, you need to give me this sign, you need to do this. And they think that the spirit world is on their payroll. They talk to them like they're an employee. And I have to tell you, that is such garbage. The spirit world doesn't have to work with you. The spirit world chooses to work with us because of their love and their generosity. So we need to be respectful of that. So that is my philosophy around ethical mediumship. So who is mediumship development for? Well, pretty simple. Any person who desires to learn how to connect with their own spiritual nature for the purposes of being able to communicate with the other side. The other side could be your loved ones. It could be teachers, guides, ascended masters, your angels. Mediumship development is all about communing with the world of spirit for whatever purpose. So if you have that heart-centered desire to be able to connect with your loved ones, you want to be able to learn more about the afterlife. It's something that intrigues you. Mediumship development's for you. If you're somebody who's pretty intuitive and you're curious about what, what is all this spirit communication stuff about? Mediumship development is for you. You know, there is this kind of philosophy or thought or myth 
And I've experienced it firsthand from a lot of people that are professional mediums. And as a professional medium and as a minister, I meet a lot of people in my day-to-day experiences. And there is this debate, are mediums born or are they made? And there's this big, I want to say like strong opinion, this big debate that is yet to be solved. So what I'm teaching you today and what I'm going to share with you in a moment is based on my lived experiences. It's not something that I've read out of a book. And and what you experience, I want that to be your truth. I want that to be your foundation. Because if you've had a lived experience, no one can tell you different. I want you to use your own reasoning and thinking. Okay? So in my experience, I have taught hundreds of people literally across the globe. Canada, North America, Australia, India, wherever, literally places I've never even visited to connect with the world of spirit, to be able to develop their mediumship abilities to a degree that they're able to connect to the spirit world with ease and they've had no prior experience. I have helped people be able to connect with their loved ones on the other side so that they can recognize when they're actually there. And I've also been able to help people, again, with no prior experience, how to connect with the world of spirit and be able to bring through evidential information that can be validated by somebody, aka the sitter, the recipient, somebody they usually don't know. So my lived experiences and with my relationship with the world of spirit, they have told me that mediumship is for everybody and my lived experiences support that. Okay, so wherever you are in your life journey and what has ever led you to come here today, know that you have the potential within you to develop mediumship. And why do I say potential? Because like for myself, I have been aware of the world of spirit since I was like my earliest recollection, three years old, and I'm in my 40s right now. But I had absolutely no understanding what that actually meant. I was seeing spirit. I was healing, hearing them. I was feeling them but I didn't have the context. I didn't have the understanding of what it actually meant. So therefore I needed to be able to get training. I needed to have understanding so I could make sense of these experiences that I was having. So really, whether you've had an experience or not, as long as you have that intention, the world of spirit is going to support you in your endeavors. I promise you that. They are the most reliable individuals in the world, hands down. And when you get to know them and when you develop that relationship with them, you're going to be like, oh, I know exactly what Courtney's talking about. She is correct. Oh, yes, I am. (laughs) When it comes to the spirit world, they are. So, you know, can everybody learn mediumship? Yes. Can everybody develop it so that they can connect with their own loved ones and connect with their spirit guides? Yes. Can you learn to develop mediumship so you can bring through messages from the world of spirit to somebody else, whether that's like a family member, a friend, a coworker, a stranger? Yes. Here's the caveat. Just like everybody can learn to play the piano, they can learn to play a musical instrument. Not everybody is gonna take it to the level or to the degree of becoming a professional musician or a concert pianist. But it doesn't mean that what you're doing doesn't have value. And it doesn't mean that it doesn't have significance and it's not creating impact, quite the opposite. Most people that develop mediumship do not develop it to become a professional medium. And I was not one of those people. 
I was actually really encouraged and urged by the spirit world to take it professional. I'm like, you guys, no, I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to have like strangers coming to me. And what if I get it wrong? What if it doesn't make sense? Then I'm embarrassed. And then what do I do with that? Well, this is where we get into the development. We begin to learn to trust ourselves, trust our abilities, begin to get really comfortable and know who our spirit helpers are and trust the journey. And I will tell you our time together today. It is going to be an experience that will change your life because you are opening yourself up to the potential to be able to connect with the world of spirit, to connect with your natural intuitive abilities. And when we do some of the exercises today, you might get some of them wrong or let me rephrase that. They may not quote unquote work. Most of your learning will come from when you get things wrong as opposed to when you get it right. Because if you got it right all the time, honey, what's the point of taking a class? You already know everything. You're above the teacher. There is no medium that gets things 100% right. Okay. The spirit world has to work through our mind. Because remember, we're still humans. We're spiritual beings having a human experience, but we're still humans. Spirit's got to work through our mind and the filters of our mind and our lived experiences and all those perceptions that we have of things based on things that we've experienced. We're still human. So don't judge yourself. Be kind to yourself. Have compassion to yourself. Give yourself a chance. Mediumship development is a lifelong journey. You are always developing. Okay? Okay? So hands up. Hands up, everybody. I want you to get, throw your hands up right now and say, I'm going to be kind to myself and I'm not going to judge myself and I'm going to let this experience unfold exactly how it's meant to. A couple hands aren't up there. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Okay. Mediumship development should be fun. And if it's not fun, honey, don't do it. Okay. <laughs> let me just tell you, if it ain't fun, don't do it. It could be challenging, but have fun. The spirit world wants you to enjoy this. And when you're having fun, it raises your vibration, makes it easier for you to connect with the world of spirit. Okay, sweet. Let's do it. So what I want to share with you is how does, how do we know when the world of spirit is communicating with us? How do we know? Most people think that when spirit's connecting with us, they're going to be showing us images. You know, a lot of people that come through my, my online school, the connected spirit school, they think they got to see, they got to see a picture. They got to see an image. Courtney, why am I not seeing? Well, here's the thing. The spirit world will share information with you through your senses, your psychic senses called the clairs. Show of hands. Anybody heard of the clairs? Yeah, we got a few. Okay. All right. So what are the clairs? The clairs are your psychic senses that allow you to perceive the world of spirit beyond your five senses. Okay. So if you're somebody who is very analytical, you're probably not going to be receiving information from the world of spirit through clear cognizance, which is clear knowing. Okay. And if you're somebody that is a better, like you learn better through hearing, chances are you're probably going to be hearing things through clear audience as opposed to clairvoyance. Maybe you're somebody who's really visual. You're probably going to be learning through clairvoyance, which is your second sight. Okay. Through your mind's eye. But for today, I want to keep this simple because mediumship needs to be simple for you to understand it. I want you to work on just feeling. Okay. Why? Because it's something that you naturally do every single day. And in a minute, we're going to do an exercise and you're going to go, okay, now I know what she's talking about. 
you are naturally sensing and feeling energy all the time. Have you ever gone into a room and you're like, something's off. I can feel tension. Something just is not resonating with me. And you can tell you might not cognitively or intellectually know what's happened, but within your soul, you go, yeah, something went down. That's your clairsentience. Or if you've ever had an experience where you've been in somebody's presence and then you feel their energy and it's like, it's, it's contagious and you start to feel their energy and it creates a shift within you. Well, that's your clear, your clear sentience, your clear feeling. It is something that you've been doing from the minute you're born. And it's something you're going to be doing for your entire life. So that's what we're working on today. So if you say, Courtney, I didn't see, that's because I don't, I, I don't, you don't need to. <laughs> okay. It's all good. So we were going to work on clear feeling. So just sensing energy, that's the biggest thing. This is the foundation for everything that you're going to do with the world of spirit. Now, the next thing that we're going to start to do is ground our energy. And when we're grounding our energy, this is really important. This is what we want to do before we meditate, before we sit in the power and before we work with the world of spirit. Because if you are not grounded in your energy, you are not going to be connected to your own physical body, which is then going to make it really difficult for you to recognize when there's changes in your field of power, when there is changes within your spiritual awareness, okay? And when you are connected to your physical body, it is going to help you when you begin to raise your vibration and connect with the world of spirit. Because people who are not grounded really struggle in keeping their head out of the clouds, they struggle in being able to be really present in the moment. And that's really, really important when we're developing mediumship is to be present in the moment. It is about disciplining the mind, but also allowing our physical senses to still be here. So when we awaken our spiritual senses, we're not in the clouds. We're not feeling dizzy. Our head doesn't feel like it's a fish in a bowl because that's what can happen. So you got to ground. Okay. So I'm going to walk you through a grounding exercise right now. And this is pre uh, preparation for the work that we're going to do. So wherever you are, just make sure that you are seated and your feet can be flat on the floor, please. Okay. Whether you're on your, if you're on your bed, sit on the edge of the bed. If you're in your car, make sure your feet are flat on the floor. Okay. Beautiful. Good, good. And so now what I'd like you to do is with your feet flat on the floor, just wiggle your toes. Just wiggle your toes. Good. And now just gently close your eyes. Good. And now what I want you to do is just bring your awareness to the breath. Your breath is going to be the anchor that is going to support you in all of your mediumistic work. And just take a nice, slow, long, deep breath in. And then just gently let it all go. Good. And do that one more time. Just taking in another nice, slow, long, deep breath in and allow it to just float away. Good. Now, using your imagination, the power of your intention, you are going to imagine beautiful tree roots coming out of the bottom of your feet, going through the grass, going through the soil, through the bedrock, through the sacred waters of the earth, Allow those tree roots to go deeper and connect to the heartbeat of Gaia. And just set that intention now that those tree roots are going to go out in all directions. And as they do, you might notice that your body feels 
slightly different, little heavier. That's normal. That's perfect. With your next breath in, breathe in that earth energy through those roots, through the feet, your calves, your knees, your thighs, your hips, your abdomen, and all the way to your heart. And just take a moment and notice how you're feeling. You might feel more centered within yourself, more connected to your physical body, more aware of the here and now. That is perfect. And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. Good. The next step we're going to do is our spiritual protection. And people go, Courtney, why am I going to use spiritual protection? I thought spirits weren't bad. Spiritual protection isn't about negative spirits or anything like that. It's about recognizing you are a sovereign being and that nobody, whether they are living or living on the other side, should have free access to your energy. When you have spiritual protection in place, you are setting the intention energetically to both worlds that you are working in the light and that you're only going to connect with those of the light. And that ensures that you stay in a beautiful, harmonious energy. And you want to do this every time you meditate. And you want to do this every time that you connect with the world of spirit, whether that be to connect with your loved ones, guides, or other people's loved ones. So now that you've grounded, we want to put on your spiritual protection. Visualization can really help you in this process. So just gently close your eyes again. Bring your awareness back to the breath. Perfect. Now just set in the intention. Imagine a beautiful golden light. And this golden light is woven with silver and white. And just allow that light to envelop you, to surround you, to go out in all directions. And it's like you're standing within a beautiful energetic eggshell. And this lets the world of spirit know that you work in the light and that you are working in the highest good. And you may notice a little change in your energy as you do that. And that's perfect. Okay, excellent. Good job, everybody. So now what I want to talk about with you is sitting in the power. Okay. And when you're sitting in the power, this is something that you're doing for yourself and for your mediumistic work. So I want to touch base on this because this is an exercise we're going to be doing as well. When you are sitting in the energetic power, what you're doing is that practice is allowing you to actually sit in your own energetic power. And then you're inviting the power of your spirit guide to be with you. And here's why this is crucial for mediums that are developing mediumship. Number one, it's going to help you calm your mind because a busy mind cannot work mediumistically. If you have too much mental chatter, it's going to make it really difficult for you to be able to connect with spirit. Number two, you're going to become really familiar with what your energy feels like, and it's going to make it really easy or easier, I should say, to recognize when another presence comes into your energy. And when you become familiar with your own energy, this is actually going to be super important when you begin to link with spirit. And when you're sitting in the power, it's also going to help you build up your own energy so you can maintain your link with the spirit world. And some people go, well, what do you mean? 
you actually have to build up your own spiritual energy, one, to raise your vibration, and two, to be able to, to sustain the link with the world of spirit. It takes an incredible amount of energy to do that. So think of sitting in the power is like putting your cell phone on a charger. You can only use the cell phone for so long, then the battery is going to drain. And so with sitting in the power, you're actually building up your own energetic reserve. Okay. And it's also going to be a place that you are going to be able to go connect and talk with your spirit team. So you can see just from these examples why it's super important to sit in the power. It is the backbone of all of the work that you're going to do mediumistically. And some people go, well, Courtney, how many times a day should I sit in the power? Or how many times a week? If you're just starting off, sit in the power five minutes a day. If you're able to build up to 60 minutes a day, I usually sit for about 45 minutes just because of my back, but do it a couple times a week and then slowly increase it. The longer you can sit, the better. Sitting for five minutes is better than not sitting at all. Okay. And where it's different is because where, let me rephrase this, where meditation is different from sitting the power is that meditation, you're going on a mind journey. Sitting the power, you're allowing the mind to become still. And in my teaching, I always believe that guided meditations keep the mind very active. So rarely will I take you down the path and on a journey because it's keeping your mind active. Your mind needs to be passive and calm in order for you to perceive the presence of the spirit when they're near and when they're communicating with you. Okay, so I know that was probably going to be a question that people were going to ask here. So I wanted to answer that for you. So the first thing that we need to do when we're learning to connect with the world of spirit is we need to be able to recognize our own soul when it's speaking to us. Again, if we don't understand what we feel like, it's going to make it really challenging for us to recognize when spirit gathers close. So we're going to do an exercise right now. You have grounded, you have put on your spiritual protection. You are ready. Let's do it. So what I would like you to do in this exercise is learn the difference between yes and no responses from your own soul. This is going to help you build up when we're going to be connecting with your spirit guides today. So you're going to learn and recognize what a yes feels like and what a no feels like. And again, that is all through the language of feeling. You might feel a response through your muscles, through your emotions and inner knowing. It's just a feeling like, I know this is wrong or I know this is right, okay? So what I'd like you to do again is close your eyes for this exercise. Closing your eyes allows you to remove any visual distractions. So I'm gonna go through some questions here. And then I just want you to notice what it feels like to you, okay? So the first question, are you purple? What does that feel like? And just notice where you feel that in your body, in your emotions, and now let that go. Is the sky blue? And what does that feel like? Is the grass green? What does that feel like to you? Is your car orange? What does that feel like to you? Are your eyes the color green? What does that feel like to you? And when you're ready, bring your awareness back to the space. And just a show of hands, were you able to sense the responses, how you reacted to the yes and no? Just a show of hands. Perfect, okay, quite a few people. Awesome, good stuff. That's exactly what we want you to do. So now you have a 
measure to recognize what a yes and what a no feels like. And you're also using your clairsentience, okay? Some people, when they are using their intuition or trying to connect with it, they get too much in their head. It's like they think the answer is going to drop right in their head. No, no, no. Connect with your natural intuitive sensor, okay? That is your inner being. Your feelings are talking to you all the time. Your intuition is talking to you all the time through your feelings. So this is an exercise that's going to help you recognize it and really cultivate that trust in your own intuitive abilities. Because if you don't trust yourself, it's going to make it really difficult for you to trust those on the other side. The next thing we're going to do here is we are going to allow you to just connect to your own power. And I'm going to lead you through a sitting in the power exercise. So what is this? We're going to begin to prepare our energy and attune ourselves. And what is attunement? Attunement is when we be prepare our energy to connect with spirit. And in this exercise, we're first going to prepare our energy. We're raising our vibration. And then we're going to feel what we feel like as a spiritual being. And then the next step is we're going to invite your spirit guide close, okay? And why are we choosing your spirit guide today? Because your, your spirit guides are your eyes and ears to the other world. They are there as a support system for you that are there 24-7. They got your back. They have all the wisdom, all the guidance that you're going to need. And this exercise is going to help you get to know who they are. Don't worry if you don't know who they are right now. That's okay. Don't worry if you don't get a name. Doesn't matter anyways. I don't know most of my guides' names. Doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter if they aren't an archetype, okay? It's all good. People have these ideas of what spirit guides should look like or feel like. And, and it's like, there are people without physical bodies, okay? They are people who have had lived experiences on the earth, who have elevated their soul consciousness to come back and be of service to humanity. And they've chosen to work with you. And here's the thing. Do you know spirit guides don't belong to you? They choose to work with you. And a spirit guide can work with more than one person. So I just really want to normalize the conversation here, okay? Because people have this idea of the, they're like these mystical beings. Now, spirit guides are incredible. They're there as a resource for you. And it's just really important that we get to know who they are and be respectful of the fact that they're there to support us in every area of our life. So please don't make demands of them, okay? Because that'll only hinder your relationship with them. And then they might go, well, this person is a little too demanding. They act like they own me. And then they go, adios, muchachos. And then they go to somebody else. So remember, you're developing a friendship with them. And if you've never met your spirit guide before, that's okay. Today's going to be an introduction. So wherever you are, again, let's bring ourselves back to center. Just gently close your eyes, bring your awareness back to the breath. Beautiful. And your breath is always going to be that place that will anchor you within your own soul and within your own spiritual awareness. And now all I want you to do is just take a nice, slow, long, deep breath in. And then let it all go. Do that one more time. Taking another nice, slow, long, deep breath in. And releasing it. Allowing any worries cares, thoughts, or expectations to melt away. And as you do that, allow yourself to become more calm, more relaxed, 
And anytime the mind wanders, it will. That's part of the process. Just notice it, accept it, let it go. And then bring your awareness back to the breath. Now with your next breath in, I'd like you to bring your focus to the central part of your being. This might be in your midsection, your solar plexus. This might be in your heart space. Wherever that is for you is perfect. And now, as your focus is in the central part of your being, know that this is the hub of where your spiritual power is. This is where your energetic spiritual reserve is. And with your next breath in, just breathe into that energy. Feel that energy. And just set the intention that when that power is ready, that it'll expand without you having to do a thing and allow it to begin to fill the entire whole of your being. Just allow it to do what is ever needed. Wherever it wants to go, just allow it to do so. Knowing that this is your divinity that you are connecting to right now. And as that power begins to build, you might notice a change within you. You might notice a buzzing sensation, a warmth, coolness, tingling. Perhaps you begin to feel like you're getting itchy. That's all normal. Just notice it, accept it, and let it go. And bring yourself back to the here and now. Right in the central part of your being. And now set the intention that when that power is ready, It'll begin to move from the inside of your body and move out just a few inches away from the body. And again, just begin to observe any changes that happen. Might be a thickening in the atmosphere around you, a buzzing sensation, a heavy feeling, a surge of energy, butterflies in your stomach. This is all normal. Just notice it, accept it, and let it go. And the more you relax, the more you allow yourself to be present in this moment by being anchored in the breath, that power will begin to build. Anytime the mind wanders, just gently and compassionately bring your awareness back to the breath. And that power is beginning to build and build and build. And now just set the intention that when that power is ready, it will fill the entire room that you're sitting in. And now with your spiritual senses, through your natural ability to sense and to feel, begin to feel into the space in front of you and behind you, above you, below you, to your left and to your right. And just notice Observe how that feels. Just notice any sensations. Perhaps your heart rate is increasing a little bit. Maybe your palms are getting sweaty. Maybe you just feel joy and elation or a sense of calm. There might be buzzing, whatever that is. Just notice it, accept it, and let it go. And now we're going to connect with your own soul. 
So using your intention, the power of your imagination, visualize a beautiful flower in the center of your chest. This flower represents your soul divinity. That spark of the divine that connects you to source. And now just see the petals beginning to open one by one by one. And as they do, a beautiful light emerges. This is you. This is the part of you that is timeless, ageless, and deathless. It's the part of you that has all of the wisdom that you've ever sought. All of the wisdom that you will ever need. This is the part of you that allows you to connect to your soul being, to your spirit helpers, to the world of spirit. This part of you is pure, it's loving, and it's whole. Stay here for a few moments, being in the presence of your soul. Beautiful. And now that you have spent a few moments with your own soul, become aware of your own energy, going to invite a spirit guide to gather close. This may be somebody that you've already become acquainted with. This may be somebody that this is your first introduction. It's really important to have no expectations. When you're ready, staying in this beautiful, expansive state, send out one thought and invite one spirit guide you can say, dear spirit guide, I invite you to gather close and to share this space with me right here and right now. And I wait for you in this moment. And in this expansive state, just begin to notice how the energy changes. However that is for you, know it is exactly perfect. And remember the spirit world knows that perhaps this is the first time that you've allowed them to come this close. So it's going to be very gentle. And if you're not feeling anything yet, ask them to step forward a little more. Beautiful. Just stay in this energy for a moment, knowing that you are held by the grace of love. Now, ask your spirit guide to step back a bit, to step out of your energy and begin to notice the changes that occur. Again, they might be really subtle. Notice, accept, and then let it go. Good. And now what you're going to do is invite that same spirit guide to come close and ask them for a calling card. A calling card is a sign or a symbol that you can reference so you know when they are close, when they are there with you. It might be an image, it might be a feeling, it could be a physical sensation, whatever that is, just notice it. And it might be a change in how you feel when they come close. But what's important is when we're asking them for this calling card is that it is repeated each time we ask that same spirit guide, whether we know who their name is or not, to come close. So now, Ask that same spirit guide to come close 
and ask them for a sign so that you will know that they are there. Don't look for it. Allow them to give it to you. Beautiful. Again, it might be a feeling, a sensation, an image, an inner knowing. And every time you see this symbol, you will know that your guide is there. And the symbol can also be an anchor for you to use as support, to be a visual reminder or a mental reminder that their support is endless. It's plentiful. They're always there with you. And again, ask them to just gently step back out of your space so you can observe the change in your field of power. Should be a change. The more relaxed and calm you are, the more you'll be able to recognize those shifts in the energy. And one more time, ask that same spirit guide to come close and notice the shift in energy within you and around you. And just observe how that feels. And if you're getting a sense of familiarity with that, good. Now we wanna keep your spirit guide with you. And so what we wanna do is develop a form of communication with them. You already connected to your own intuition and got familiar with yes and no responses. We wanna take that ability to recognize what a yes and no feels and bring that in with your spirit guide. Now, in this calm and expansive state, ask your spirit guide a one yes or no question. And then wait for the response. The key to this exercise is to be as open-minded as possible and to not have your mind searching. So ask your yes or no question to your spirit guide now. Good. Now, ask your spirit guide one more yes or no question. Beautiful. And now that you've gotten familiar with the ability to sense and receive information from your spirit guide, now what I'd like you to do is ask your spirit guide, what is one thing that I need to know right now for my highest good? Stay as relaxed and calm as possible and allow that answer and that response to come however they choose or feel is right for you. This answer might come as an inner knowing, a feeling, a thought, an image. Maybe you hear something. Whatever that is, know that it is perfect. And when you've received your answer, thank your spirit guide. Thank them for their time and their love. And now, just ask them to gently step back out of your space, knowing that they're always there, but you just want them to step back a bit. And again, notice and observe any changes in your energy. Don't open your eyes yet. I'm gonna walk you through because I wanna make sure that you're fully present and grounded, okay? So just notice how they step back out of your field of power. And then bring your awareness back to the breath, back to the physical body, feeling yourself sitting on the chair or the bed or the car seat, wherever you are, feeling your feet flat on the floor. Connect to those tree roots, 
And imagine those tree roots again, connecting to that grounding earth energy from Mother Earth, bringing your awareness back to the space, back to the room that you're in, deepening the breath, becoming more present, more alert, wiggling your toes, your feet, your ankles. You can begin to move your hands, your wrists, your fingers. Gently stretch your neck from side to side. And one more long, deep breath in, breathing into your heart space and let it all go. It can even be a big, loud exhale. That's cool. And when you're ready, now you can open your eyes. Beautiful. So what you've learned today is the foundation of working with the world of spirit. The next thing that we're going to do is you are expanded. Your aura, your auric field is expanded. So you're in a heightened state of awareness. What we want to do now that we're done working with the world of spirit is we want to bring that awareness closer to the body. We basically want to turn down the dial because it is not good for you to be open energetically 24 seven. Okay. It can cause an increase in your sensitivity. You might feel a little bit more emotional, more sensitive. Uh, noises can be heightened for you. We want to turn down the dial. And this is where it's important when we are working mediumistically is that we recognize when we're working, we're setting the intention, whether that's meditation, sitting in the power to connect with our spirit guides, or we're in class, we're setting the intention that yes, now we're available to communicate spirit. And then we're being disciplined in our mediumship and saying, okay, spirit, now our time is over. Okay. It is really important as an ethical medium that we are not open 24 seven. Like I kid, but I am so serious. I said to the spirit world in the early days of my development, I am available to communicate, but I am not 24 seven. I'm not going to be open 24 seven, like seven 11. Okay. There's a time when I'm going to work and I'm available. And there's a time when I'm not because as exciting as it is to have these connections with the world of spirit, we're still having a human experience and we still need to be really present in that. Does that make sense? Right? We can't always be on the other side when the point of us actually being here is to have our lived experiences for the growth of our soul. Okay? And this is where you're going to have a very solid foundation in your mediumship development. If you can really set boundaries with the spirit world and most importantly with yourself. I remember in my early days, I was so excited. I was like, sweet. Now I actually understand what to do, what it means and how to kind of turn it on and turn it off. And I was like, sweet. Well, learn from my mistakes. I got drained very quickly because I hadn't built up my power, which is why I, got, I taught you guys the sitting in the power exercise and why it is so important. And then I was having spirits show up all the time. I kid you not, grocery store, at work. I was like, you guys, this is just unmanageable. So, you know, people want to develop mediumship, but they're like, I don't want spirit showing up all the time. I don't want you to have spirit showing up all the time. And remember, spirit world doesn't have sleep. They don't need sleep. They don't have a physical body. Longer the days that they need to rest. They are busy. Believe me, they're doing things. They got a life. And so... They don't need sleep. So they're like, sweet, he or she's available. She's open. Let's go hang out. Well, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. Okay. <laughs> you know, you still got to have your live life, 
All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to close ourselves down energetically. Now, does that mean that you're never going to be able to connect with spirit? No, it just means that you're saying, okay, hey, spirit, thank you for being here. Just our time working right now is over. So I'm just going to turn down the dial, but know that you now have the steps on how to turn it on. You know how to recognize your own intuition. You know how to connect with your own spirit guide. You know how to ask yes or no answers from your spirit guide and get responses. You guys actually accomplished so much in less than an hour. Air high five. Yay. <laughs> I'm so excited because it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. So with your feet flat on the floor, everybody, beautiful. You're connecting to those tree roots. I love it. Okay. Now breathe in using your imagination, a beautiful white light that's kind of woven with gold and silver. Gold and silver, let me say that. And imagine it coming through the top of your head and allow it to flow from the top of your head through your face, your neck, your chest, arms, your wrists, your hands, your abdomen, all the way down through the body, out the legs and into the earth. This is cleansing and clearing anything that you've picked up today, before class, during class, that just doesn't serve you. Doesn't mean it's not good, it's just you've elevated, you don't need it anymore. Allow it to go out the feet into the earth. Let that earth energy recycle it. And now imagine your auric field. It's nice and big and expanded now. We wanna bring that in closer and closer to the physical body. And you can visualize or imagine like a balloon full of air and just the little end of the balloon, just slowly, gently release the air. And as the balloon deflates, your auric field is coming closer and closer to the physical body. And you're gonna become more aware of what your body feels like. Now, you wanna close off the crown chakra. So imagine your crown chakra has like a big flower on it, tons of petals, okay? Imagine my hand here is like those petals. Just gently one by one by one, tuck them in, just gently, okay? Beautiful. And then just imagine that white light again, now surrounding your entire body, okay? Amazing. So everybody, you've done so well. And this information that I have shared with you today is stuff that I am sharing in my upcoming course, Ethical Mediumship Foundations. It's a 12-week course. We are going to be looking at not only how to connect to your own intuition, but how to develop evidential mediumship, which means that we're going to be looking at what's the difference between a medium and a psychic how to bring through clear, accurate, and specific information in a step-by-step -step process. As a medium who's been working almost 10 years professionally, I know there's a lot of spiritual teachers out there that are teaching mediumship, but honestly, in my opinion, far too many of them overcomplicate the process. There are some simple things that we need to be able to do, such as grounding our energy, attuning to the spirit, building our own power reserve, and then opening our awareness to be able to connect with the world as spirit. But mediumship development is so much more than just learning how to communicate with the other side. It enriches every area of your life. 
I promise you, it removes the fear of death. It allows you to tap into infinite guidance. There is a source of infinite guidance that is available to you. By learning how to attune your awareness to it, you can tap into it whenever. It builds confidence in yourself where you're then able to recognize as a soul being, nothing can ever damage or tarnish or hurt you because you're an eternal being. And so it enriches your life where you're able to look at your lived experiences as opportunities for the growth of your soul, as opposed to why is this happening to me? Why does this suck? It really shifts your perception on everything in your life. And knowing that you have the ability to tap into the other side, to have the support, even when you feel alone, it completely changes your life. And if you're somebody who is naturally sensitive to energies, like I have been my entire life, we're going to teach you how to manage your abilities so they don't manage you. But my approach in mediumship development is not a cookie cutter course. There is a step-by-step -step process where we can learn ethical mediumship, not only for our own soul growth, but to help others as well. And no, you do not have to become a professional medium in order to develop mediumship. So what I'm going to do is just drop the link to my upcoming course. It is a live course. All the classes are going to be recorded so that you have lifetime access to this for continued learning. We are gonna have live classes that are two hours long. You're gonna connect with people from all over the world. You are gonna get your questions answered with live Q and A's in the class. Tons of fun, practical exercises where you're actually going to get the opportunity to practice what you learn. Because so many people like myself, we begin our journey through reading. We begin our journey through looking online and scrolling social media. But if we don't have the opportunity to take that information and apply it in a practical sense, it's useless. You're going to get tons of that. And so I'm just going to drop the link in the comments right now. And... So before that this uh, recording goes off, click on that now, you can open it and I'll just show you a quick little screenshot. And then of course, if you have any questions, you can ask me. Now I've got some incredible promos that are going right now. You get a free course journal. It's valued at $44. You get that free if you order or reserve your spot by February 1st. But if you order, if you reserve your spot by January 26th, which is in a couple of days, you are gonna get free guided meditation, a free mini course, and you're going to get free Voxer access to me. What is Voxer? It's an app that's free to download and you get 24 access. You can message me, text me, and ask me any questions or suggestions or need guidance. You've got a direct link to me without having to book a private reading. That in and itself is so, so incredible. And I do a lot of stuff with my mentorship clients. With that... And so what I want to do is I'm just going to quickly, of course, it's not going to work, right? Oh, here we go. Let's green share. There we go. So here is my new course. I'm so excited. This is actually my brand new signature course. And so I'm super excited. So you can check it out and, and learn so much about not only yourself, but as a soul being having a human experience, you're going to gain clarity, confidence, and connection with yourself, with like-minded people, and with the world of spirit. And everybody can, can learn to develop mediumship, and I'm going to show you how in 12 weeks. And what's really cool about these courses is that you have them live, but then you've got the recorded version for continued learning. That is something that is super, super important because 
any of the courses I took back in the day, they were all live. And all of our notes were pen and paper. That was it. Not to worry. I've got you covered. You get the full course. So if you're open-minded, you want to learn about the afterlife, and you desire to help others with your mediumship, or just want to be able to connect with your own loved ones or your spirit guides on the other side, this course is for you. And I'm going to show you by January 26, here's some facts, fast action bonuses. You're going to get a free on-demand course, Unlocking Your Inner Medium, one-day Voxer access with me, which is completely priceless. Plus, I'm giving you a free guided meditation, Sitting with Spirit. And so you can go check that out. And there's so much there. I, I love this course. I'm so excited because it's really carefully curated so that way it's not overcomplicated. Again, people overcomplicate the process. It doesn't need to be. So this class is limited to 20 people only because I keep my classes small. I want people to feel like they're actually interacting with me and working with me and learning from me and they're going to get personalized attention. So before we wrap up today, because I've kept you for an hour, does anybody have any questions about the lessons, your experiences that you had today? I have a question. I noticed, I did notice a change when we were calling in our spirit, but I had no idea what question to ask the spirit. So I had to miss that bit. So I don't know if it, what questions people might've asked, but I would, didn't know, I didn't know what to ask. <laughs> Fair enough. Here's a question that you could ask your spirit guide. If you are in the middle of a decision-making process and you're not sure what to do, you can ask them. Okay. Should I do this? Should I do that? Now, here's the thing. Spirit will never go against your free will. They will show you or tell you things for your highest good, but they're never ever going to tell you, you have to do this, you have to do that. And if you feel like you're having a spirit guide that's doing that, believe me, that's not your spirit guide. Spirit doesn't do that. What suggestions would you have for asking the spirit guide through our exercise though? Because I had still, Anything but I, like what's an example you would have- Example chosen? to me. So when you're first starting, I like to just ask yes or no questions. Because it gets you familiar with what yes and no feels like. It also gets you familiar with receiving the response from spirit. Because as you develop mediumship, you're going to be dealing with different energies. And so being comfortable in developing that rapport with your spirit guide is going to be really, really important. So, for example, you might say, should I take a different route to work today? Or should I take this and give them the, the example, should I take this route today? Oh, okay. So the question is about you, not the spirit itself. Because I was thinking that I'm supposed to ask the spirit about them, their self. No. And, and that's what I was confused. Was not thinking. yet. Not yet. Because what you're wanting to do is just begin to develop that rapport so you're able to recognize when you're getting a response for them. Does that okay. make sense? So it's about you. It's not about them. I thought I was like asking them, you know, are they happy or? Not yet. Not yet. Where do they not live? Or Yeah. That's in, why I didn't have any questions because I thought I didn't realize it was about me, not about them. Yeah, that's okay. Now, this is not yeah, just yeah. we don't care about the spirit world and we don't want to know about them. But in this introductory course, what you're doing is just getting familiar with their energy and how to receive a yes or no response from them. When you develop your relationship with the world of spirit through time and you continue to develop mediumship, you can then ask other questions when you'll then be able to recognize the responses. It takes time to develop that inner knowing in your senses. 
it takes time to develop the language of spirit. And so this is where in the Ethical Mediumship Foundations course, we're going to delve all into that. So for right now, I like to keep it simple. Keep it simple so that way you can build trust within yourself and you can build trust with your team. Now, some people will say, well, Courtney, I don't trust my, myself. I trust the spirit world. That is not good. Because if you don't trust yourself, you're not going to have confidence in your abilities. And if you don't have confidence in your abilities, you cannot experience what you don't believe. Does that make sense? Because yeah. if you are limiting your mind through limited beliefs, that is going to lower your vibration. And it's going to make it really difficult for you to recognize information when it's coming through spirit or from spirit. And then just one more question about the course. What time, Vancouver time? Vancouver time, it will be, it's going to start February 10th, Saturday at 9.30 a.m. So for people that might not be in the right time zone. Classes are recorded and you get copies of everything. So can we join but not be there? <laughs> and however... I really encourage people to participate as much as they can because yep. through the exercise, that's where you're going to get the ability to take the theory and then put it into practice. Okay. That's the whole point of mediumship development. We can learn all of these tools and techniques, but if you're not able to apply them in a practical sense, it's going to make it really hard for you to develop mediumship and through developing, you need the practice. Okay. Okay. Joanne, thank you, Megan. That was really good. So Joanna and then Helen. So when I first brought the spirit guide in, it was like literally tears just kind of started flowing very, very quickly. When I asked them to leave uh, or step away, they definitely stopped. When I brought them back in, it was, there was no overwhelming like tears streaming but it was very very light so would that be the same same spirit guide or different did you ask the same spirit guide to come forward yep okay so they can come in with different energy so the tears that you're feeling are very normal because when the spirit world comes close you feel their unconditional love and their unconditional love touches the spirit and we're our our language especially the language is so limited that we often can't find the right words and so with the connection with the spirit when they touch our spirit sometimes we there's not the right words and the only way our soul can express what that means is actually through tears so that that's totally normal and it is quite possible that if you felt multiple energies, could be a second individual, a second guide there with you. I would say keep continuing doing that exercise of asking for the calling card and making sure that you're getting the same sign. And if you're not, request that. That is how you're going to know it's the same person. Okay, so that's wonderful. Great question, Joanna. How uh, so I was uh, breathing and and you know, in touch with my breath. But when we asked the spirit guide to come in, I felt all of a sudden I became really short of breath. Is that a possible feeling? It can be. It can be because let me explain to you what happens. When the spirit world connects with us, they're not actually connecting with us physically. They are connecting to our auric field and our auric field has nerve ganglia attached to it or connected to it. 
I always go like this because I always think of like little tentacles, right? And so when spirit is gathering close, their aura is touching our aura. And then what happens is, is it affects our central nervous system, which runs up and down the spine. Well, we know that the central nervous system affects our respiratory and the heart. Okay. okay. So that can be quite normal. Now, if that is uncomfortable for you at all, and you notice that's what happened when they come close, just notice it. Say guys, okay, thank you. I know you're here. This make this makes me feel uncomfortable. Please step back a little bit. Okay. And give me a different sign. Okay, because so, it, it was really uncomfortable and then it happened again. Yeah. So that that was their their calling card. In other words, they're not choosing to say, okay, we're gonna give her shortness of breath, but they're choosing to come close, and that's how your energy is perceiving them. So remember, there's still people. Talk to them, guys, communicate with them, let them know. It wasn't comfortable. Give me a different sign, please. And they okay. will follow. Yeah, because it was uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Absolutely. I know that I have had experiences with spirit where they've come close and my heart rate's like 130 beats a minute. And I actually that's, have a low heart rate. That's what happened to me. My heart rate and my breathing. Yeah. Okay. So again, very so normal. So it's not me? I didn't get nervous or? No. Okay. Because I didn't feel nervous. No, 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 no. It's just okay. your physical response to their energy so what i will say is if it makes you feel uncomfortable no you're not gonna nothing's gonna happen to you it's totally normal if it makes you feel really uncomfortable just let them know here's the thing the spirit world doesn't always know how their presence is going to affect you so you just gotta let them know okay yeah thank you you're welcome all right. I have a question. I threw it in the chat, but it looks like sure. a couple oh, other people yeah, want to know as well. Can you tell me a little bit about the difference between, you know, your imagination and a message from spirit? How can you tell the difference? Yeah, really good question. So there's there's a couple things there. So I'll try to give you the, the short version of it. What can happen is when we are developing, we really first, we want to discipline the mind. Absolutely. So that way you're going to be able to recognize what's you and what's spirit. So you want to meditate. You want to sit in the power. You want to discipline the mind. So that way the mind isn't too busy. Now, when it is your imagination, often it'll be very scattered. It can bring in fear. It can be, can I say like heavier? Like usually if it's your imagination, it's going to bring things in or that are like worst case scenario. <laughs> okay. Spirit world. Don't bring that stuff in when it's the spirit world. It's going to come in suddenly. It's going to come in unexpectedly. And it's going to like, when I'm working with spirit, they'll come in and I go, Oh, it's like, where did that even come from? I don't think that way. I don't, that's not my normal internal dialogue. That is all normal. So there will be a distinction and how you learn the distinction is by taking time to actually develop the ability through sitting in the power through working with spirit, through attending, you know, like one of my classes, you're going to get that practice where very, very quickly you're going to go, oh yeah, that's just my mind getting in the way. It's my mental chatter. It takes time. Great question. Heather, I'm going to take one more question and then we're going to wrap up. Hi, thank you. Hi. I just had a quick question. Just because on the, the slide it said, is this course for you? And one of the things was you are fearful of spirit. And I don't yeah. really know if I'm fearful of spirit, maybe just fearful of the unknown because I feel untrained. So is that normal? 
It can be. Now, here's the thing. I work with some people who are like petrified of spirit. And I go, well, if you're petrified of spirit, you need to sort that out before you develop mediumship. So why some people, Heather, are scared of spirit is because of Hollywood. They might have religious influence like I did when I was growing up, which is why I took so many years to finally overcome that and then develop my mediumship, right? If we recognize that mediumship is natural and people have been doing it since the beginning of time. And behind my partition here, I've got a little book from one of the pioneers of spiritualism. His name is Alfred Kitson. And he's got a little tiny book that you can buy on the Arthur Finley College bookshop through online. And it's called Spirit Communication as Noted in the Bible. And in the book, he actually takes verses and, 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 you know, the parables and different events that happened in the Bible. And he goes, can you see how this was actually psychic phenomena? Can you actually see where this is mediumship taking place? And so it, it's all about perception. Sometimes people are, are nervous. That's normal. Why? Because you're learning something new. You don't know if it's going to work. You don't know what to experience. You don't know what's going to happen. This is why when you're developing mediumship, it is vital for you to have a mentor who is experienced, who is trained, and can walk you through the process step-by-step. Step. There's absolutely nothing to be fearful of mediumship. What we need to understand is the process in which it happens. Most of the reasons people are fearful are because of outdated belief systems, religious influence, and Hollywood. Thank I you. Promise you. Okay. So is it normal to feel a little bit nervous? Yes, you're human. How, I mean, how many times have you done something new and you're like, I'm a little nervous. I don't know what to expect. That's our human nature. That's different than being fearful, Heather. Does that answer your question? It does. Thank you. Okay. Amazing. Everybody, you did so fantastic. It was incredible. I'm really honored to be able to share this space with you. Go check out my website, The Connected Spirit School. We've got tons of info on the upcoming course. If you have questions, drop me an email. Now I'm going to tell you again, it's exclusive to 20 people. I cap my class at that. So if you are wanting in, register right away. I've also got some flexible payment options. And again, if you register by Friday, you're going to get $375 worth of a bunch of freebies. I'm going to give that to you to get you started right away. And now I want to share with you a testimonial from a really special lady named Paula. Paula came to me shortly after the transition of her husband, and she had a private one-to-one -one reading. And after the reading, she said, hey, Courtney, I want to learn how to develop mediumship so I can continue that connection with my husband. Can you help me? And I did. Here's her story. Hello, everybody. I am here with an amazing lady who I've had the privilege of getting to know, and her name is Paula. And Paula is somebody who is very near and dear to my heart. And I've had the opportunity to get to know her over the last couple of years. And I've invited her here to share a little bit about her story and how she's really evolved over her time with being able to make those connections with the spirit world. So Paula, it's really great to have you here, love. It's great to be here. So Paula, could you tell us like a little bit about where you found yourself in life, where you were starting to consider looking at life after life and, and what that looked like for you and where that kind of led you to this place of wanting to learn more about spirit communication? Well, I lost my husband in May of 2022, and it was kind of a sudden and tragic ending, and it just left me searching for anything in life to help me figure out how to move on. And 
a series of serendipities or synchronicities. My best friend came to visit in July and we went to a nursery and we ended up talking to some woman at the nursery about a plan I had in the front yard. And she told me about the book signs and I got the book signs and I read it and I was just absorbed by it. And it was about a, a psychic medium. So I Googled psychic medium and I found one just across the border <laughs> and her name was Courtney. <laughs> Isn't that cool how the spirit world can bring signs and synchronicities to us that can lead us to a person or an experience that really can change the course of our path. So when you connected with me, we we had a private reading. How was that for you? It was it was amazing. I mean, it just it like it just proved to me that he still is. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but like eight minutes before our reading something banged on my front wall and I was like two steps away from it and I opened it the door and the dog started barking and and there was a pear that had been thrown up like I have a porch so it's like somebody threw a pear and hit the wall and I just knew it was him and during the reading you asked me does your dog ever start barking for no reason and I told you about the pear and it was him just saying, yes, I'm coming. You don't have to worry because I was in a nervous wreck whether he was going to show up. So, yeah, it just immediately from the get go, I knew he was still with me. It's, it's incredible. And can you share a little bit about where you found yourself wanting to explore how to communicate with your husband for yourself? Well, yeah, after that, I was just like. I did one more reading with you in a group reading, but I just wanted to be able to contact him directly. And, you know, so I don't know how many mediumship courses I took with you. I think it was three or three or four, but it was really just for me at that time in my life, it was a, a group of like-minded people that were just so caring and open and empathetic and could connect me. To, like, I felt like he was like, you know, the, the, the party crasher every Wednesday night, he was, you know, with a reading with one of my, you know, the, the trainees in class. It was, it was great. It was just a great way to connect with them. And you have very quickly in our time together, you really quickly developed your mediumship abilities. There was a lot that you were working through with wanting to know, is this my imagination and is this the spirit and how do I tell the difference? Do you remember at all what was kind of like this aha moment? Now I actually know without a shadow of a doubt, this is my husband communicating with me. Well, well yeah, I mean, it was that first reading with you for sure. But when it was directly through me, I mean, I just started talking to him after that. And, you know, he still got the same wise you know, wiseacre sense of humor. And it was just, you know, I think the first time I realized I could really do mediumship was within a practice with my friend when my whole body started shaking and I knew it wasn't me. And my friend was like, did you eat breakfast? And I was like, yes, I ate breakfast. And she's like, I'll check with my aunt about her family. And she found out as soon as she said that she would check with her family about this, then it stopped shaking. But it was like, I could feel my internal organs shaking and it was just, I knew that I could do this. Um, with my husband, it's not, it, it, you know, it's, it's, it's not quite as, as blatant, right? It's just like, it's just like, he's still talking to me in my ear. 
in that same Southern accent that he's got. <laughs> and how has being able to connect with your husband without even having to go to a medium, how has that helped your life or improved it? Well, you know, he told me a lot of things about my relationship and my job and all that kind of stuff while I was alive. And I kind of poo-pooed him. Um, but now I'm starting to listen to him and it's really making some changes. Of, I mean, my life is, you know, my job is taking a whole new course and it's the course I've been wanting to do for 25 years. And I'm, I'm learning to use my voice at, at work and with my family. And, and, you know, I hear him and I mean, that's the same thing he's been telling me for you know, our whole marriage. And now I'm actually listening to him. So he told Usman, which was a guy in class with us, that he was, he could help me more from the other side. And I think that's true. Um, yeah. Isn't that incredible? When we learn how to develop our mediumship abilities, how it really can change so much of our life beyond just being able to communicate being able to have confidence in ourselves, being like you're saying, being able to use your voice and really create the life for yourself that you've always desired. Like this is incredible. Something so difficult like loss, you've been able to find beauty from that, not replacing your husband, but able to find beauty while you're still moving through the grief. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've done a lot of processing and I think, you know, everything happens for a reason, whether this was the contract or what, but I, I chose the best path for me given the spot I was in life. And it, I'm just grateful it led me to you because you, you got me pointed in the right direction, Courtney. I, I'm very grateful for getting to know you. Well, I'm really grateful for getting to know you too, because as somebody who teaches a lot of people. I am always learning as well. And I learned so much from the participants in the classes. And it is a beautiful atmosphere when you can connect with like-minded people who really accept you as you are, you know, vice versa as the teacher, as the student. And it really makes for an environment that is conducive for learning, particularly with mediumship. So and just self-development. I mean, every every Saturday morning training um, where we practice on each other, it was, it was, I mean, you know, it was just amazing how you can connect with people in this kind of energy. Absolutely. Would you have any suggestions or recommendations for people who are considering curious or maybe on the fence about developing mediumship? Any words of advice that you give to them? Just try it. Life's too short. Put your toe in the water. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> I love that. That's such good advice. And I agree. It is so much fun. I mean, if I wasn't having fun, I wouldn't be doing it for years and years. And it's incredible. Paula, thank you so much for sharing your story and for allowing me the opportunity and privilege to be a part of your journey, because it's really been absolutely incredible getting to know you and your husband from the other side as well. <laughs> thank you, Courtney. Thank you so much, Paula, for taking the time and sharing your story with us because you are such an inspiration to so many people, including myself. And if you're listening to this episode right now and you are inspired by Paula's story, you have this urge within your soul to explore mediumship. Know that that desire within you is divine. If you are wanting to discover mediumship and explore what it looks like for you, just to know more about who you are as a spiritual being, having a human experience, to discover more about the afterlife, and 
with the possibility of being able to develop your mediumship to help serve others, know that that desire is divine and that there are reputable mediums like myself who are there to support you in that. And so if you're interested in taking that next step to really allow yourself to embrace your natural mediumship abilities, and believe me, we all have them, I'd love to support you. You can reach out to me and visit me through my website at mediumcourtneydawson.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Connected Spirit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed diving into this beautiful conversation. And if you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps me reach more people who can benefit from these conversations. Remember, you're not alone in your spiritual journey. So stay connected with me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. My handle is at Medium Courtney Dawson. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter, The Connected Spirit, and the link is in the show notes. Keep exploring, keep growing, and always remember that there's a greater purpose guiding you on this incredible journey. Until next time, stay connected and embrace the power of your spirit.